recorded live. Brokenness into blessedness. I'm going to read to you something that Chris and I wrote and be the message. Church isn't a place for perfect people. It's a place for people who know they're broken and need a perfect Savior. Church is a community of people who have come face-to-face with their brokenness. Brokenness is an idea the world doesn't know what to do with. Brokenness says that at the core we are fractured. Brokenness says that we cannot save ourselves. Brokenness says that no self-help program, no amount of counseling, no best-selling book can rescue us from what plagues us physically and spiritually. The world, which likes to think of self as a powerful, beautiful thing, can't quite accept that there's a rock bottom in life that even self can't rescue self from. I don't know where or when I first encountered the phrase, coming to the end of ourselves, but that's precisely what our brokenness is about. That phrase says there's a place deep down, a rock bottom, at which there is no more self. I love this Bible verse in Matthew 5.3 from the message. You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there's more of God. When we're at the end of our rope, when we hit rock bottom, that's when God finally has us where he wants us and can do something miraculous. But we seem to forget that the great heroes of the Bible went through this process that took them from brokenness and failure to transformation and triumph. Jacob was a cheater. Peter denied Christ. David committed adultery. Noah got drunk. Jonah ran from God. Gideon was insecure. Miriam was a gossip. Martha was a worrier. Thomas was a doubter. Zacchaeus was a cheater. Elijah was depressed. Moses stuttered. Abraham was too old. Samuel was too young. Lazarus was too dead. I could go on and on, listing heroes of the faith and their failures, problems, and weaknesses. The good news is that God loves to turn our brokenness into blessedness. God loves to take our mess and transform it and us into his miracle. You may be in the middle of the worst mess of your life. Maybe it's a mess you created, or maybe it's a mess you had nothing to do with. I know this. Look to Jesus. He loves to take our mess and turn it into a miracle. And many times he takes our mess and turns it into our message. Well, I trust you were encouraged and helped by today's teaching. And that's our objective with these broadcasts, to really bring the truth of God's Word alive for you and present them in both memorable and life-changing ways. There are a few things that Chris and I love more than hearing from you. And learning that God has used the unique way we present God's love and principles to touch your heart and to change your life. We'd love to hear from you and establish a stronger connection with you. So please continue to think about and pray about the insights that we examine today and let God's Spirit really root them deeply into your heart and do a work of transformation there. And no matter what your circumstances, our loving Heavenly Father will meet you right where you are. He loves you so much. And if you want to go even deeper into these truths, here's a simple but powerful way that you can do that. Just watch this. The key to living an effective, fulfilling, productive life is not increasing your ability to multitask in this increasingly complex world. On the contrary, as Pastor Kerry Schiff points out in his profoundly practical series of messages, the missing ingredient for many believers today is focus. In Bullseye, focusing on the one thing that changes everything, you'll discover the spiritual secrets to harnessing the power of a focused life. 
Right now, this four-message series on DVD is our special thank you for your gift of support for the outreaches of Carrie Shook Ministries. And if you're able to share a gift of $65 or more today, we'd like to send you this series on both CD and DVD. And we'll add that handy and inspiring scripture book, God's Promises for Your Every Need. Please remember, your gifts of support make you a part of the numerous innovative outreaches Carrie Shook Ministries is carrying out all over the world. To share and request your resources, call us now. Visit our website at www.carrieshook.org or send your request to Carrie Shook Ministries, P.O. Box 131444, The Woodlands, Texas, 77393. I hope you enjoyed the message today, and it's always a message of hope in Jesus Christ, our only hope. And if you've never received him, you can do that right now, right where you are. You can just say, Jesus Christ, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. And I want you to be the Lord of my life from now on. And if you pray that prayer, he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And you'll be starting the great adventure, the journey of living for Jesus. Call us right now. Let us know about that. And we love you. And God bless you. Thank you for joining us today and being a part of the Carrie Shook Ministries. by the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 14, which says, The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. This exquisitely crafted crystal-framed portrait depicts Mary, Joseph, and Jesus. Beautifully embossed on a silver-toned background, it's a reminder that although He was the Son of God, Jesus also became a man to feel what you feel. Your gift today will help take the Gospel to places where many have never heard the name of Jesus to dangerous cities where believers risk their lives for their faith, and to friends and neighbors right where you live. To receive the Word Made Flesh, Jesus and Family Framed Portrait, send your gift to TVN P.O. Box A, Santa Ana, California, 92711, or give online at tvn.org.
on, praise him in this place. Come on, praise him in this place. Come on, praise him in this place. He's worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy. Wow. But y'all, I felt that, I felt that. Hallelujah.
Good morning. Anybody there? I'm here. How are you? I'm good. I had a there was a powerful um, prayer that went forth on my first call this morning. Um, very powerful. So I'm good. I'm up and early, and, mm-hmm. and I'm actually lucid at this point. It's a beautiful thing. Okay, that's good, my dear. Yes. Since she had some very powerful prayer, then you can open us up with prayer. Then I knew that was about to, I knew it. I knew that was happening. <laughs> That's why I just went on it. Okay. Put my dress on my head. Mm-hmm. All right. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come before you this morning. We come before you this morning. Thank, thank you, Father God. Thank you so much for waking us up this morning. Thanking you for finding that we are in our right state of mind, oh God. Thank you that things are as well as they are, God. Thanking you for another day. Thanking you for the sun shining, oh God. We thank you that we are in our health state, oh God, a decent state of health so that we can call in and we can fellowship with one another on this line, oh God. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your life this morning. We thank you for the presence of mine to call in and to want to share this morning, oh God. We thank you. We just thank you for everything that you have done for us, oh God, that you are doing now. And all of the things that you will do for us in the future, oh God, we continue to bestow your love and your blessings upon our heads, oh God. This morning we come just lifting up any and everyone who needs our prayer this morning, oh God, any and everyone who needs you to speak to them, speak to their hearts, oh God. We come before you this morning. Just, just petitioning on behalf of all of those people who are unable this morning to come before you because they know not who you are. So we come before this morning petitioning before your throne of grace for those who are in the kingdom, oh God, those who are not in the kingdom. We ask that you open up all minds, all hearts, all spirits this morning. Those who are on the line, those who are connected to those on the line, those who are not on the line, to receive that this will happen in this morning, oh God. Father God, we just thank you. We just thank you for all that you have done, oh God. We thank you for the gift of the Holy Ghost, oh God, the gift of your spirit, oh God. We thank you for peace, for love. For joy this morning, God. We lift up our leaders, up. the leaders of not just our country, but the leaders of all of the countries, anywhere else, oh God, on the earth, in this world, because 
They need you right now, oh God. They have been given by you the power to make powerful decisions that affect so many people, oh God. Decisions that affect peace or make war. That policies and teachings that affect people's livelihoods, oh God. That affect the way that they are able to take care of their children. The way uh, that people work or not work. They have employment, oh God. That affects health care, oh God. People's ability to take care of themselves and go and seek out health care, dental care, oh God. All of those things that affect people's physical well being, oh God. That affect babies, that affect children, that affect our elderly, oh God. We lift our elderly before you, oh God. We've been placed upon our hearts so heavily by you, oh God. And we need to pray for our elderly because that generation, oh God, is passing away as they grow and they get older and they're going to be coming to meet you soon, oh God. And with the way that things have changed in our our society and our environment, oh God, we no longer revere our elders the way that we need to, oh God. So we lift them and and I just ask that you open the spirit of the younger generation, oh God, to see how important that these people, your older, uh, more aged, transgendered, are important to us as a younger generation. Oh God, because they have so much knowledge and so much wisdom to offer, and the way that things are changing, this younger generation does not have that wisdom. We don't have wisdom anymore. We don't speak wisdom anymore. Oh God, our connection to you is different, oh God. So I just this morning that we as a younger generation and our children, our children's children, begin to again revere their elders, revere the knowledge that our elders have and they can pass down to us. This morning we just praise you. We praise you this morning, oh God. We just praise you for all that you are. We praise you and thank you for sending your son to us, oh God for showing us what true sacrifice is really all about, oh God. We praise you this morning that you left a mandate for us to go out into all the world, baptizing the nations, oh God, spreading the gospel, spreading the good news, oh God, so that others may come to your fold, to your kingdom. We just praise you for that this morning, oh God. We praise you for just allowing us to be able to come to you, we just thank you for removing the veil so that we can go behind the veil and we can come to you ourselves, oh God, that we no longer need to go to a priest or, or some holy man, oh God, we can come to you ourselves with all that we need, all of our cares, all of our burdens, all of our concerns. If we have a question, we can come to you, God. We can put it all in your hands, oh God. We just thank you for being now. Protected this morning, oh God. We thank you just for covering us, oh God, for covering our families, oh God, for covering our bosses that I do not work with, self employed, oh God. We thank you for covering those who um, maybe are clients and those who need our services, oh God, for those who are not um, employed in any way right now, oh God. We thank you for providing those things that we need. Oh, God, in this time that we are not able to go out and toil and work for ourselves. Oh, God, we just ask your continued blessing upon all of those who are, who are 
sick right now, oh God, the sick and the and the shedding, oh God. Those who are not able to see for themselves as much poetry cannot move around freely. Oh God, we, we, we just ask that continue blessing. Please touch them on now. Oh God, and, and we just ask for just a continued, a continued and renewed deal for your kingdom, oh God, that we may want to continue to speak to you, oh God, that we may want to continue to come together in corporate prayer, oh God, and want to continue to read your word and gain an understanding and correct application of your word, oh God, so that we may apply it to our lives and we may teach others how to apply it to our lives, oh God. We ask these things and different things this morning. I say amen, amen, amen. 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 Bless you all this morning. Bless you all. Mm. Hello, Brother Richardson and Miss Kang. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's happening with Good you? Good morning. What's up, Nana? Hey, what's up with you? I don't know. Um, you know, you know you I'm going to go on and pray right quick so I can get back upstairs. I'm here at the UAB with Mother. Okay. Uh, okay. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come before you this morning, for we know that you're the God who does all things well. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for this day, for us, our great getting up this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for covering us even as we slept. We thank you, O oh God, for traveling grace and mercy as we go throughout this day, Lord God. We ask you, the Lord, let your spirit to rule us, Lord God, and guide us in the way that you will help us to go. Father God, we just thankful that we can come before your throne of grace and mercy and lay our cares at your feet, at your altar. Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, for giving us life, Lord God, and the promises of life in your eternal home in the heavens. Father God, I just come, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, asking that your Holy Spirit will move this call, move our hearts and our minds to have faith, Lord God, to know that the prayers that we send up in the praises that we send forth, Lord God, that they will be answered. Father God, we come right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, lifting up all the prayer shifting members, ministry members, Lord God, for we are all being attacked, Lord God, in some shape, form, or fashion, Lord God, but the devil would not prevail, for we know that we are yours and you are ours, Lord God, and we do, we belong to you, Lord God, and we just claim the victories right now. Father God, I come standing in the gap right now for Erica right now, Lord God, even as the devil trying to attack her on her job, even through her supervisor. But, Father God, her supervisor would not prevail. Father God, we just thank you for what you've done and what you're doing. Keep us watch over us and bless us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, I'm getting a call from upstairs. I'll, call, I'll be right back on. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh boy. Mm-mm-mm. All right, Erica, your turn. To do what? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I was getting a call from up there, so I had to had to answer that. I'm so sorry. No problem. Um, but Father God, we just Lord God, we just come right now, lifting up Erica right now, Lord God. So the enemies try to attack her, but Lord God, they would not have victory over her, Lord God. They would not, he would not prevail, Lord God. Even if demonic spirits has to go back to the pits of hell for which they originate, Satan himself will have to cease, Lord, and assist, Lord God. For she has already been covered with the blood of Jesus, Father God. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that we are able to stand in the gap, Lord God, even for. For Lisa and Felicia and Maria, Lord God, and Sam, all of my brothers and sisters that's on this call, even Renee, Lord God. Lord God, we just ask you, Lord God, let them see the fullness of your joy, Lord God, for praising and worshiping your name. Father God, they come, Lord God, not asking for anything, nor did they ask for any prayers to go up on their behalf. But, Father God, my spirit is led to just lift up my brothers and sisters, Lord God, for you care for them. Father God, we ask you, Lord God, to be with us, Lord God, through these trying times, through these days of trials, Lord God, for we know that we have victory, Lord God, on our side, Lord God, for you are the God who have conquered the, the, the health, death, hell, and the grave, Lord God, and would not have any provision over us, Lord God. We ask you to move upon the hearts of our hearts and stir up our spirits, Lord God, to do that which you have for us to do. Let us continue to seek your will and your way, Lord God. Let us continue to press toward the mark of a higher calling, Lord God, to do what is pleasing in your sight, Lord God. For we walk by faith and not by sight. And Father God, we just send up these prayers right now, Lord God, asking you to be with our families, Lord God. Be with all of our loved ones, Lord God. So we know right now, Lord God, that you are the one who has created us from the foundation of the earth. So, Lord God, we're going to praise you right now while we have a chance, Lord God. We're going to praise you, Lord God, because that's our privilege. That's our inherited gift, Lord God, through Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you that you gave us that your only begotten son who died on Calvary's cross for our sins, Lord God, that we may have right to the tree of life. So, Father God, we ask, Lord God, even as we break bread together, even as we commune, as we pray, as we worship, Lord God, that your spirit Spirit will move upon our hearts, Lord God, that you will cover us and keep us and protect us from all dangers seen and unseen. Father God, I know that strongholds are being broken, yokes are being broken, Lord God, for the enemy is trying to come against us with a mighty force. But Father God, he would not prevail. We thank you, Lord God, for just being with us and keeping us. Watch over us as we go through this day. Let us walk according to the will and the plans that you have laid before us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Somebody do something. <laughs> Lord God, we come to you this morning just to say thank you. Lord, we seek you with our hearts open and our minds open, Lord, lifting our hands, praising you, Lord, asking that you enter into each and every one of our vessels, Lord, that you would massage our spirits, Lord, with your word. Allow us to be one with you, Lord, that we could be more intimate with you, Lord, that we're able to hear exactly what it is that you're speaking into our lives and into our spirits, Lord, that we understand the direct 
is that you're providing to us. Lord, I ask that you continue to cover each and every one of us, Lord, as we are drawing closer to you. Lord, I ask that you continue to anoint each and every one of our heads with oil, Lord, that we continue to seek you, Lord, and open our spirits up to you that you can dwell in our in this place and dwell in our hearts and in our homes. Lord, I thank you for my children and the lives of my children, and I pray that you continue to strengthen them. Lord, I lift up every single member of Prayer Shift and Ministries this morning. Lord, thanking you for allowing us to continue to meet with you, meet with one another, Lord, and fellowship and share your words and to share our experiences. Lord, I ask that you continue to strengthen us and build us up, Lord, in our weak areas, in our weak moments in our lives. Lord, and allow us to stand firm on your word that as we speak, as we move and breathe, Lord, in our own being, that it's always according to your word to fulfill the purpose that you have so instilled in us. Lord, I ask that as we speak, that it is the words of your kingdom and your voice that our brothers and sisters hear. Lord, I lift before you the prayer shift and ministries family, Lord, asking you to continue to cover them, Lord, thanking you for the rich lives and the rich souls that we are covering, Lord, and thank you for the fact that we look beyond our own faults and fears and continue to intercede on behalf of one another. Lord, I ask that you continue to lift prayer shift and ministries as a whole, Lord, as we continue to use your word as the rock, as the solid foundation of which we stand. Lord, I ask that you continue to touch Sam and his family. Lord, I ask that you enrich his life, Lord, and that you continue to protect and cover him as he continues to do your will according to your word. Lord, we thank you for the favor that you have granted each and every one of us that we're able to open our eyes and lift our hands and open our mouths to lift and utter worship and praise to you. And it's in your son Jesus' name that we thank you and worship you. Amen. 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 I'm going to whoop you. You're going to get a whooping, baby, this weekend. What you say, massage our hearts? Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes, Lord God. Massage them. Don't make me come up and these people building here. <laughs> No, I pray for myself as well because you know I'm like these people crazy. You know what? That ain't nothing but the enemy. That ain't nothing but the enemy. God is pleased the enemy is mad, so we ain't gonna even celebrate the enemy. We can't celebrate him. Let her have her way. Y'all see him end up. What the Word of God teaches says when. When when his when our ways please him, mm-hmm. he'll make even our enemies be at peace with us. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so thankful for that. You know, I had when I and I, mm-hmm. I hate to break the call, but I got to share this testimony. I went down as I was preparing my cousin's obituary. I think it was yesterday was Tuesday, right? Monday I went down to the school system where I used to work because this girl is doing the programs for. It. And um, 
And she said she wouldn't charge nothing for it because she knows the, the young, my cousin who got killed last week. And so anyway, she was just, you know, printing it out for putting the pictures on there for us. But anyway, the assistant principal, when the young lady who, when I was at Pickens County, who got the fighting, and then when they pushed me down the stairs and I pressed charges, she came, they came against my job, and I ended up resigning. It was right there in December, I think it was. So I went a whole semester without a job. She walked into the room, and she didn't recognize me. And when and the thing was, I looked. She said, oh, Mr. Vincent, I haven't seen you in so many years. How are you doing? I said, well, just like so. And so then she said, well, are, are you still teaching? I said, yes, I am. And she said, where are you teaching? I said, Birmingham. How long have you been there? I said, since um, 2010. Oh. You're tenured. I said, oh, you're over here? Yes. I said, you're the sister uh, principal over here? No. They demoted me. Now I'm back in the classroom. I said, okay. I said, all is well. You know, that just show you people take their position and their authorities and use it for wickedness. And God don't bless us to use our position and our authority for wicked devices, because he's going to tear down those those who those mighty men, especially when he comes to dealing with the child. So with that thing, anything, you might have half of this. So don't even worry about it. Amen. So don't you worry about it. Yeah, so, hey, that's what I'm going to Lord filling you up for a mighty, 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 mighty breakthrough. You know, and I can say I'm, I'm not worried about it, and I decided to share it because I guess just, again, to show how life works and how people um are and we're talking about a person who holds prayer every morning in her office for the entire staff and um <laughs> i mean i i you know i think i i prayed with them maybe like a week maybe two however long i prayed it was like and this was um a few years ago, and however long it was, you know, I just discontinued because I, you know, my spirit was not comfortable with how things were being done. But the most, the more ironic thing about this is this is behind the fact that I'm taking, that I'm using a vacation day on Friday. But that's your time. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I I I been to work this week. I'm serious. I hadn't been to work this week, but I communicated with my principal. He knew what I was going through, but he didn't know about how um, the boy called and brought my aunt home Monday as well. 
And so, um, and I told him about my mom. And I'm just so thankful that I have um, someone who understands family, understands, just understands, in other words. And he's like, Richardson, don't even worry about this. You got the time. I said, yes. He said, take it. And I'm thankful for that, you know, because the Lord puts us where he wants us to be. And so, like, what I was telling you about with the, with the young lady who's been demoted and, um, and, and the thing of that nature, you cannot use your platform to, 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 to do the devil's work, your position, because the Lord ain't going to let that go. Everybody praying, ain't, and, and, and you got to know who they're praying to or whose assignment they are on. And sometimes people get the big heads because they have those positions. But that's all right. I'm reminded in the word that he said that the, the, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. That's the promise I'm holding on to. You'll be elevated. And when you get there, employ me. <laughs> Good morning. How you doing? You funny. I am. Amen. Amen. Employ me. Yes. 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 Y'all gonna sing a charge to keep a have or something uh <clears throat> anything. Nope. I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> what you say, Arthur? Anything. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm kinda I'm kind of perplexed in my spirit by my niece, Tina's daughter. I think she went and did something. Um, I think she, well, she's in all these meetings, and Tina had to rush down there and buy all this stuff for her. But I pray to God she didn't go the other way, Erica. Oh, I'm just not pleased with her this, this morning. No, say that again. My sister's daughter. She had my sister had to go and buy all this stuff, and uh, God, she's getting ready to pledge. In other words, or she's they done started pledging or whatever. Oh, okay. I'm mad with her because I told her not to go that other way. That puking green. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? That puking green. That puking green. Yeah. All right, now watch it. <laughs> watch it. Oh, I got one of them on here. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know. I started to ask, too. I started to say, uh, but you know what? Hey. But but, but then again, you, you weren't in your right mind at that time. I forgive you. <laughs> yeah, have bucky. Uh. Yeah, but you know, hey, things are, you know, 
What it is is what it is. If somebody ain't right, they ain't right. I don't care if it's, you know, purple and black. Hey, right. hey, hey, all right now. Because I can tell you that, that when I was pledging the people that I was I was pledging under, if I had told, you know, my dad who was a signal, if I had told him, and if he, you know, if I had thought out some uh, wisdom, they probably would have been like, oh, uh-uh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that there. <laughs> so, you know, it's about the people. I understand. I understand. Oh, there am I. I understand. Do you think that your niece is, you know, is getting herself into something, you know, potentially harmful with that particular group of people? I don't know what she's doing, honey. I, I, I want her to go that, that other color. What school is she in, Arthur? Um, you of the A, huh? That thing got a serious GPA. I ain't mad at her. Oh, okay. My goal. Well, I said that. I ain't mad at her. Because I am. Um, by all rights, I was supposed to be a waiter. Which is why I didn't tell anybody I was kidding. So, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm mad. Mm-hmm. When they gonna let you know? He gonna call you? Yeah. Mm hmm 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 hmm. Alright, 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 alright. Shut up, Erica. Please say something smart. Hi, Erica. She disappeared. She might not be in the phone. All right, Lord, I'm waking up. I'm waking up. I'm waking up. I'm waking up. Horombrandedigosa, <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. 
We glorify you, Lord. We hold a body to go, son. Holy Spirit, come forth, come forth, come forth, come forth, come forth. Shendere to go, Sandra to go, sa. Shendere to go, Sandra to go, se. Shendere to go, Sandra to go, se. Shendere to go, sa. Yes, yes. Praise you. We glorify you. Rande to go, se. Shendere to go, se. Shendere to go, se. Yes, yes, yes. Let the word of God go forth. Shendere to go, se. Shendere to go, se. Shendere to go, se. Shendere to go, se. Let the anointing of Christ pour forth. Shendere to go, rande to go, se. We trust you. We seek you. Shendere to go, rande to go, se. Yes, 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 Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ooh, Doctor. Or a basic go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, her randaka, she to go sanded it, go branded to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, her unbranded to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, branded to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go sandra, or branded to go say, her unbranded to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go under go say, she and Yes, 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 Father. Let the word of God pour forth. Let the anointing of Christ pour forth. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Let the word of God come, 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 come. Speak to us, speak to us, speak to us, speak to us, speak to us. We the kind of go say, let the presence of God begin to pour forth. She did it go surrender go say, okay. Surrender go say, she did 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 go say, she 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 go Yes, 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 Father, we praise your name. We glorify you, Lord. We seek you, Father. We seek your presence. We seek you, Lord. We seek your presence, Father. We seek your presence, Lord. We need you, God. We need you, Lord. We need you, Yakarakoseke. Yes, let the angels begin to come forth. 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 Shekarakosa, touch us. Touch us. Let the angels begin to praise and sing glory. Hallelujah, Lord. Let the angels begin to proclaim the name of Jesus. That the angels begin to just give you praise and glory, Father. 
We give you the glory, Jesus, in you, 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 your holy, holy name, Lord, is done. Amen. Amen. Mm. All right. Let's knock out these lists. Which you, Lisa, you did some of them this morning. What? Which ones did you do? Lisa. Lisa. Who? Lisa, she's still on the line. Okay, I guess she's gone. All right, let's knock out this list. Okay, sorry about that because my Bluetooth is acting crazy. Mm-hmm. I did um, um, Unbelievers or whatever you want to call it. I, I did Sick and Shut In. Yeah, I did Sick and Shut In. I did those two. I know I might have done something else, and I don't remember exactly right. which one. I, a, I did those two. All right. For certain. So we got congregations in churches, prisoners, missionaries, abuse, addiction. And my lovely list, deceased in hospice. Okay, somebody do a list. I can grab one when I get to school. I'm in route. I can grab one when I get there. Mm. But um, if somebody could get started. Okay, and I can yeah. do mine like five minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I mean, I'm be, I'm a be mute. Mhm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mhm. Lovely, lovely, happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy. Oh, 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 oh. Mama said it'd be days like this. It'd be days like this. Mama said she didn't tell me these days were stretching in weeks, months, and years. That little part she left out. Okay, and at the time she told you, did you take her out of word? At the time she told me what? Because at the time she told you this, did you take her at her word? Mm-mm. No, I wasn't paying her no attention. Yeah, but you feel the bumps and bruises that you found in that the hard way, right? Mm, yada, yada, yada. What you want, Kat? <laughs> he left the building. Say he left the building. What do you want? What do you want? I don't have a truck. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. So it means you need to be on time while you're in the dancing. Oh, I don't like my child. I guess I'll do my vitamins, do a list, do something. 
Mm-hmm. Let me pray for Edion. How do I go shit shit at the Koran? Did I go 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 shit at the Koran? Did I go
Okay, how to go set up for Trey Mathis and Ariel Singh for Haraka Shishir Koranda Gosashir Koranda Gosashir Koranda Koranda Gosara Kana. Oh, Shiro Koromposi Kitty did to Rombo Posi Shiro Koranda Gosa, said the Kishi, said the Kandi did the Kanda, Sakara. Neander Moss. Ray Burst, you're in 
and take anything out of us that may be hindering our ability to put our enemies underfoot, O oh God, to do that which it takes to make our enemies behave, O oh God. We come before you asking you to take out any doubt, any fear, any distractions, O oh God. We come before you this morning, O oh God, asking that you, O oh God, just come and do a mighty work in us, O oh God, in our spirits, O oh God. Our spirits are weak, O oh God. Our spirits <clears throat> are becoming frustrated, O oh God. Distractions are coming, O oh God. All of those vices of the enemy, O oh God, are coming before us, O oh God, this morning. Father God, we just ask this morning that you continue, that you continue to do the mighty work in each of us, O oh God. We ask this morning that you that you just continue to pour into us, that you pour, that you pour, and you pour this morning, that you give us greater, oh, God, that you give us all of those things, oh, God, that we need, oh, God, to do that which you have called us to do, oh, God. Satan, we bind you this morning, oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Satan, we bind you this morning. We bind all of your vices this morning. Oh, yes, we do. You will not come in. You will not come in, and you will not tear down, and you will not put what God has before us asunder. You will not come in and distract. You will not come in and cause chaos. You will not come in and cause confusion. Oh, no, you will not come in and throw us off of our square, for God has anointed this call. God has anointed each and every one of us, each and every one of the call on our lives, the love, the joy, the peace that we share. You will not come in. Oh, you will not. No, you will not come in. You will not come in and cause distraction and cause uh, just confusion and chaos and frustration. You will not come in. You will not come in and separate. You will not come in and divide. You will not call us away from that which God has us to do this morning. Python spirit, you will not come in and you will not choke this man of God this morning. You will not cause him to not be able to do that which he will have us. You will not interfere with his calling as a leader. You will not touch his family. You will not um, touch those who are connected to him. You will not. You will not. You will not. I declare and decree this morning peace. I speak peace. I speak wisdom and discernment for this man of God and for all those that are connected with him. I find every, every demonic force in the mighty name of Jesus. I find every, every spirit of frustration, every spirit of desperation, every spirit of doubt, every spirit of pain and anguish, every spirit Every single spirit of just hurt, every spirit that comes against this man of God that will cause him to feel that he cannot make it, that will cause him to feel like he wants to give up, that will cause him to question his anointing, that will cause him to question whether or not God has his back. I found today, this morning, and decreeing and declaring every Spirit shall cease and desist against this man of God, this mighty, anointed, called man of God. You will not touch him. You will not touch his family. 
you will not touch those connected with him. For he is a mighty, mighty man of God, connected in the spirit to God. He has a unique calling on his life. You will not mess that up. <coughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. You will not, you will not undo that which God is working in this man's life. There are people who depend on him. There are people who need him. There are people who look to him for guidance. There are people who look to him for spiritual direction. You will not contaminate him. You will not contaminate him. You will not disease that which he is being called to do. His mission, his vision will not be aborted in this ninth month, the last day of the ninth month. He will give birth to his vision. This child will not miscarry. This child will not be aborted. It will not be stillborn. It will not be deformed. It will, will be born good and it will be born perfect. And will go forth in all that which he is being. He, this man will walk into his destiny. He will walk into his destiny. He will be made manifest. It will be made manifest. Cease and desist. Father God, right now, place peace, joy. Love, clarity, 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 wisdom, discernment, clarity. Right now, Father God, we speak it, we declare it to be so. Soothe his heart, soothe his calm, his spirit, calm spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, we declare to be so this day. Amen. Amen. We are both going to share it, it's going to run, it's going to say, share it, it's going to go sun, it's going to say. Ha, you're going to say, share it, it's going to run, it's going to say, it's going to run, 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 Thank you, Father, for being God. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for just being God. Father, just give us the strength to press on, to do the things that we are called to do, in spite of how we feel, what it looks like. 
Help us to seek you for all that is needed, Lord. I know I need it right now, Father. Help us to look at the answer and not focus on the problems. Help us to stay connected, Lord. As long as we're connected, Father, we are connected to that well of life. What did you tell the woman who came at the well with you, Father, that you got waters, living waters? Help us to drink out of that, Lord. God, you God. Need to focus on you, Lord. Need to trust you. Need to walk in accordance with your provision. In spite of ourselves. Thank you for that, Lord. Amen. Um, what else I gotta pray for? All those lists I gotta do my other list. Um financial. Did you do all of the other um lists? I'm sorry because I'm trying to help before uh, I have to go to this meeting. Did you do all of the other one, like the the prisoners and all them? Yeah. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. All right. I'm going to be quiet. Oh, right. Jesus. Hmm? What'd you say? Nothing. I'm just... I don't know God's doing something in me ever since last night when I went to my friend's prayer meeting. It was so powerful. So, you know, my spirit is um, stirred up. I'm sorry. I'm just um, going to go ahead and, um, matter of fact, you can do the ones. You can pray for financial breakthroughs. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That's God. Father God, we come lifting our finances to you this morning, oh God. We know that it is not your will that your sons and that your daughters struggle. And it's not your will that your sons and your daughters not have that which they need, oh God. It is not your will that your sons and your daughters or anybody or anybody not be able to provide for their families adequately, for themselves adequately. We lift our finances, God, and we just ask not just for an increase, oh God. We don't want to come begging for an increase all the time, oh God. We do want to increase, but we also come before you petitioning you for wisdom, 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 greater wisdom, so that we can manage the finances that which you have gave us properly, Oh, God, many times it's not that we don't have any finances. It's how we manage them. What do we do with the finances that we are provided? Oh, God. So we ask for wisdom. <laughs> we ask for wisdom that you show us and that you direct us on how to properly 
manage those finances, how to pay, what should we pay, how to go about the increase that we know that you will have for us, oh God. We ask you to put people in our path that will educate us, that will show us the right way through you how to do those things that we need to be done so that we can take care of ourselves so we can properly care for our seed, oh God, our fruit. Oh God, we ask that our finances be used for that which you would have them to be for. Not only that we have them, God, we don't ask for an increase for just ourselves. We ask that you show us how you would have us to use those finances, oh God. We ask that you bless all those who do not have, all those who do not have, oh God. And we ask that you just bless them to have the things that they need, oh God. We ask for an increase for them also. We ask that you just continue to bless each and every one of us to be able to go forth and do the things that we need to do to provide. And we also ask, oh God, that you, that you just, again, that you just show us this. And, and also that we be grateful for what we do have. Sometimes we focus so much on what we don't have and what we want and where we want to get and those things that we want to purchase or you know, the bank accounts that we want filled or the, the properties and the, the cars and the, you know, all in a bunch of material things that we, that we want, but we need to be grateful for, for the things that we do have, oh God. We ask that for that gratitude that says, you do not take those things that we do have, oh God. So again, we bind Satan's attack on our finances, oh God. Satan is attacking finances all around us, from your sons and, and your daughters. And we, we say we bind you this morning. We bind your attack on our finances. We declare and decree that we will have what we need, that we will have it in abundance, that those connected with us will have all that which we need, and that we will manage it properly, and that we will give unto God what is due unto God, and that we will share, that we will... Um, have charity and we will share with those that do not have. We declare, we decree that it is so. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, you want to pray for um ability to persevere and faint not? <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Yes, yes. Amen. My own self. Oh, boy. Father God in heaven, you have told us that the race is not given to the swift or the strong. Oh, yeah. Those that endure to the end, oh, God. Just like the story of the tortoise and the hare, oh, God. One of the, the, the hare wanted to hurry up. And he wanted to get get through and, and finish the race. And he wanted to show that he was the fastest because he was a hare and, and the turtle was slow. And he could just move so much faster than the hare because God had God had given him the body and the agility. Just go, 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 and just keep going fast and keep going fast. And the turtle said, no, 
I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to cheat my way through this. We talked about coming in at the door. I'm not going to try to go up over it, the struggle. I'm not going to try to go under the struggle. I'm not going to try to go around the struggle. I'm going to go through and I'm going to run this thing to the end, however long it takes. Oh, shit, Yes, Jesus, however long it takes. I'm going to make it to that finish line. Along the way, I might see the hair passing me up. He may be able to run a little bit fast. I might look over and he's passing me up, and I may feel like I'm going to lose. I'm not going to make it. There's no way I'm going to make it because it seems like this shell on my back is so heavy. It seems like my legs just won't move me fast enough. It seems like I'm just so low to the ground that sometimes it seems like all I can see is the bad stuff that's on the ground, the worms and the bugs and the, the excrement from animals and the garbage that people throw down and the slugs, all of the unpleasantries that one sees when one is low to the ground. It seems like that's all I can see all the time. And, and it seems like, like the hair is passing me up. It seems like there are people around me who have so much more. I've been toiling and I've been struggling all this time, God. But everybody around me seems to be so far ahead like their hair. It seems like the swift and the strong sometimes are women because they have so much. Their finances seem to be in order. Their family seems to be in order. It seems like they have so much time to enjoy life. It seems like they got so much time to just hang back. It seems like their jobs are so easy. It seems like their burden is so light. But it seems like for me, I got this shell on my back and I'm just so low to the ground. And I'm just moving so slow and it doesn't seem like I'm going to get there. But thank you for your word, Jesus. <laughs> thank you for your Holy Spirit that comes in and reminds me the race is not given to the swift or the strong, but he that endures to the and thank you for also reminding us, Heavenly Father, that to endure is strength. Sometimes we forget and we confuse what being strong is. Sometimes we get confused about what strength is because we measure strength based upon what the world tells us strength is. But we know that being strong means enduring. It takes a stronger person of a stronger spirit, of a stronger connection to be able to endure when we feel like that shell on our back is heavy or when we feel like things are not going our way or when we feel like our kids just want to act a fool on us or when our jobs just want to just go crazy and when it seems like we don't have the things that we need and we got more bills and we got money and the money is not coming in and our lights might get turned off and our gas and we can't pay our bills we, we wonder and we make sure, oh, my God, are we going to have a risk when people around us are passing away or when they are ill? Oh, God, we, we, we wonder, we wonder, oh, my God, can I endure through this? 
how much longer can I endure? How much more of this can I take? But, oh God, we call upon your Holy Spirit. It is your Holy Spirit that reminds us of the truth, of your truth, of your word, that in our weakness, that in our weakness, oh God, in our weakness is when you show your strength. In your weakness, in our weakness, when we are strong in you. So we ask that you continue to pour your Holy Spirit into us, oh God. We ask that you continue to remind us of your word at all times. Mm. Yes, Lord. Yes. yes, yes, yes. We ask, oh God, that, that you increase in us, that you give us a supernatural portion of faithfulness, that you give us a supernatural portion of strength, that you give us a supernatural portion, portion of determination, and that you give us a supernatural portion of of just of, of just wisdom and direction and vision so that we continue to write the vision and make it plain. That we continue to move forward despite the opposite, despite the enemy attack against us. That we continue to just, just keep our eyes on you, keep our eyes on that side. Oh God, faint not. We will not faint. We will not faint. We declare and we decree this day that we will press on to the mark of a high calling, and we will walk into our destiny. We will walk into our destiny. We will not faint. We will continue to move you and allow you to ride it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Yes, 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 Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Pray for discernment. Oh, Jesus, yes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You know what's funny? Can you hear me? Yeah. I'll call. Have my like our coworkers. You said what? I said my um staff is in the room. They walked into my room. My mom's pregnant. You said the staff walked into your office and what? While I was praying, several. Oh, while you were praying, several of your coworkers walked in where you was at. Oh, oh, Everybody soon, but I am on mute. All right, God bless you. All right. Bye. 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 Hello. 
Hello? Okay, what we got? Uh, Renee, you want to pray for discernment? Lord, we come together today under your son Jesus to pray. Lord, to open up our eyes to the discernment that you have for us to do. You know, you are willing us to do your word and your will. And we daily ask for direction to give us wisdom, to tap into your power, and to set forth for our purpose of what you made us to be. Lord, we put the discernment seat open up our ears, our eyes, our hearts, and also for us to recognize and steer away from our sinful ways. Lord, as you have told us in your word, there's a change that's coming. We have to look to the skies and the hill. From there, our help will come. Lord, you have us in the palm of your hand, but you ever have your hand on our, on our shoulders. Never leaving or forsaking us. So, God, as we set forth, let us go home and call home our brothers and sisters and for the invitation to get reconnected to you. Also, to see the bigger picture of what you have, of the abundance you have in store for us, but most of all, to make you proud of us in a right and righteous way. Lord, this morning we come together to praise you and for us to have a mind of, of like, like you. came down in the form of your son Jesus to show us that this life isn't hard. It's just that it's hard for us to die to ourselves in order to follow our spiritual. So, Lord, you woke us up this morning not to be low and dormant and lazy, but to give us a mindset to work for his union. As we come under your son Jesus Christ, we pray, amen. Amen. Hey, how you doing? Oh, what else we got to pray for? They say I'm not just have a thought. Since we all know they're everybody on this prayer line and and everywhere else, they're going through their trials and tribulations. But nobody knows how great of a diamond a cold piece of coal can create until it's done under much pressure.
You said nobody knows how great a diamond until it comes out of the pressure. Nobody knows how great of a diamond a piece of coal can produce until you see how much pressure it has been under. Mm-hmm. It goes for diamonds, it goes for rubies, it goes for emeralds. It goes for pearl. The pearl may start off as a rock. But once it's gone through its process, where does it come out? It comes out to be a precious gem. So we have to ask ourselves, do we want to be a precious gem? Or do we just want to be a synthetic gem? Or do we just want to be a manufactured gem? It's not a true gem. I just want to get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Or do you want to step out and just now operate in image only? Mm-hmm. I mean, because also we're talking about the young lady who had the position, but then she said she got demoted. Mm-hmm. Okay. And somebody giving you a title for you feel like you elevated or you're above, um, it comes with a great feeling when it hits your emotion. But then, too, what is also attached to that? Are you honoring it? Or are you letting it control you? Or are you controlling it in the wrong way? Usually when people give you titles, they give it for you to uphold it, to do it praise and to do it honor. It's not for you to work it to your own sadistic way. But a lot of times, and we've seen it, people work by image, what they can see. They hope that you don't see behind the scenes, but for what you can see right up in front of you. I hope that they have it covered up enough so you never see the other stuff that's going on that shouldn't be going on. But like I said, the time and the season for everything. And we can't know the true strength of ourselves if we're not tested. Oh, you look a Okay, I got to take this call. Hold on for a minute. Okay. Thank you. 
Okay, hello. Hello? What else we got? The ability to persevere, she did that one. What else we got? Uh, walking supernatural, superhuman strength, ability to get some talents on the synergies can increase in basis. Hundred to go say she to go round to go sand to go say to go sada. Hundred to go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she under to go sanda. Hundred to go say she to go say she to go say she to go round to go sada. Hundred to go say she 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 to go round to go. Hundred to go say she to go under to go say hundred to go sakara. Oh Jesus, what else we got, Lord? Thank you, Father, for your word, for the anointing, for the covering of God. Um, what else we got? We got knowledge, wisdom, understanding, discernment. Billy didn't do that. I think that's it. Um, I'm gonna pray for what trying to do at Plaid Academy. And I'm gonna pray for favor with the credit cards that you're showing me, Lord. All right, is that all list anybody can think of? I can't think of none.
let me down But I still believe it's turning around for me Around for me Around for me Around for me It's turning around for me Say it into the atmosphere. Around for me. Oh. Around for me. Turning around. Turning around for me. Cause I can see the breaking. I can see the breaking of day. God is. God is making a way. Change is coming for me. If I stay strong.
Anybody there? Good morning. How are you? I'm moving around, dear. How's it going? I'm moving around. <laughs> Trying not to complain. <laughs> That's a good thing. Give him no footholds. Is it what? I said give him the enemy no footholds. <laughs> Okay, let's get into the lesson. Korombo shadow of Kaseki, Shandar Korombo, Kosander to go say, she 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 to go run to go sa. Korom branded to go say, she to go say, she to go run to go sa da. Sin is salvation. It takes no Bible or standard of morals. To make a man realize that when he would do good, evil is present with him. We all recognize that there's a conflict between our conscience and our conduct, between our better judgment and our natural disposition. Men may call this moral inharmony or what they will. The Bible calls it sin. Every careful and thoughtful observer will note that there is a difference between the animal creation and man. Animals do not have to contend against inherited tendencies to do evil. They are governed by instinct which naturally leads them to their highest possible attainments. But man has an inveterate tendency to go astray, to sin, to entertain all kinds of misleading errors, and it is an end of struggle with him to do good. Why this difference? Something has happened to man that has not happened to the animal creation. Something has happened to change his nature. What that thing is, we would not have known if the scriptures had not revealed us the fall of man in Eden. Now we know what has caused the difference. It is sin. Sin is the world's blood poison. Bad blood manifests itself in the human body in two ways. Inwardly is diabetes, as diabetes, and outwardly is inflammation, boils, carbuncles, and ulcers. The former is invisible and may for a time be unsuspected, while the latter evident to the eye. We must distinguish between sin and sins. Sin is that tendency or disposition to sin that we inherit from Adam. Sins are the specific acts of sin that we commit as a result of our tendency to sin. The first, like diabetes, is internal. The second, like boils and carbuncles, are external. Jesus came to make atonement for sin, not for sins. He came to remove the natural depravity or tendency to sin of the human heart. That is to impart a new nature in which there will be no tendency to sin, therefore no desire to commit specific acts of sin. By natural depravity, is not meant that there is nothing good in human nature at all, that men are never kind, affectionate, generous, lovable, but that the tendency of humans' heart is naturally toward evil. It is because people do not understand the nature of sin that they are offended when we speak of them as sinners. They think that a sinner is one guilty of some specific crime as murder, theft, or adultery, whereas a sinner is one who has a sinful disposition. We have five definitions of sin in the New Testament. Lawlessness is sin. Whosoever commits sin transgresses also the law, for the sin is the transgression of the law. 1 John 3. To break any law of God or man is to sin. I'm sorry, 1 John 3, 4. Neglect is sin. To him that knoweth to do good and doeth not is to him a sin. James 4 and 17. Doubt is sin, and he that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith, 
For whatever is not of faith is sin. <clears throat> Romans fourteen twenty three. That is to do anything we doubt the rightfulness is of sin. Number four, unbelief is sin. And when he, the Holy Spirit, has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. John sixteen eight and nine. The crowning sin of all sins is to not believe in Jesus. Men and women are not lost because they are sinners, but because they will not accept Jesus as their Savior. Number five, all unrighteousness is sin. All unrighteousness is sin, 1 John 5 and 17. This is a blanket mortgage that covers every kind of sin. Let us for a few minutes turn the searchlight on God's world upon our lives. The psalmist said, Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins, in the light of thy countenance, Psalms 90 and 8. Here the psalmist seeks, speaks of two classes of sin, open and secret. The open sins are such as publicly committed as profanity, intemperance, lying, and theft. The secret sins are such as committed in secret. Will you like the Almighty to turn the x-ray of his omniscient eye in your heart and search every chamber of imagery to bring to light every impure, murderous thought, every feeling of envy, pride, jealousy, hatred, and revenge? The Apostle John says that whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. First John three fifteen. Do you wish that someone was dead that you might possess their property? Then you are a murderer. Jesus said to look merely at a woman to lust after her is adultery. Matthew five twenty seven and twenty eight. What does the Bible say about the human heart? Listen, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Jeremiah seventeen and nine. One day Jesus dissected the human heart for the benefit of his disciples. Read what he said. For within us, out of the heart of men, proceed of evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. Mark seven twenty one through 22. Here are 13 specifications that outline the character of the human heart. Can anyone read them and say, that does not describe my heart? In fruit, there's a tendency to rot and decay unless preserved, it will soon perish. So it is with the root principle of sin in the human heart. Out of Christ, there's no difference between men. Take a man, honest, honorable, truthful, upright, benevolent. Take a woman, pure, chaste, amiable, gentle, meek, the embodiment of all loveliness. Take some sweet girl, pure as a lily, the light of a household, living joy. Take a little child, innocent, the heaven-sent pride of the fireside, and unspotted as a new fall of snow. And what is the difference between any of these and the lost spirits? The sin-saturated souls, hating and hated, cursing and cursed, blaspheming and damned, that arrive in hell. It is simply the difference between meal into which the leaven has been placed and meal in which the leaven has done its work. It's simply a difference as to time and development. The batch of meal that has been leavened cannot, cannot take the leaven out of itself. Neither can it prevent the leaven from doing its work. The final state is only a question of time. If men and women go into the other world without having the leaven of sin eradicated by the blood of Jesus, the leaven of sin will continue to work on down and through the eternal ages. And they will grow worse and worse as eternity rolls on until they should become as bad as the demons in hell. The leper was just truly a leper the moment in the first taint of leprosy entered the system, as when he sat a loathsome creature outside the city walls and cried, unclean, unclean. What does sin do? It produces shame and leads to separation. It drove Adam and Eve out of the garden. Out of the wicked, it said, he should be driven from light into darkness and chased out of the world. Job 18 and 18. 
And Peter said to Jesus, Depart from me, for I am an unsinful man, O Lord. Luke 5 and 8. What are the wages of sin? Death. Sin does not ask us sin for nothing. It pays wages and pays an installment plan, and it pays in full, and we cannot avoid taking a wage. And the wage is death, not physical death for animals and the righteous die. If the wages of sin were mere physical death, it would be a blessing rather than a curse. For many sinners were glad to die a physical death, if that was all the punishment he had reason to expect. It is not a spiritual death, for sinners are eternally spiritually dead. Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. It is eternal death. What is that? We are told in Revelation 20, 11 to 15, that after the wicked shall have been judged and found guilty, they should be sentenced to the second death. What is the second death? What is the first death? It is the separation of the soul and spirit from the body. At the resurrection of the wicked, the wicked get back their bodies, but when they are sentenced to the second death, they die again in some sense that they lose their bodies again, and in their soul and spirit, they are indestructible by fire. They go down to the lake of fire where they remain separated from God for all eternity. And what is meant by eternal death? Sin is not a misfortune, it is a perverseness. To claim that we ought not to help be responsible for having been born with a nature tainted by sin is no excuse. Our sin is in refusing to accept the provision God has made to get rid of the nature by accepting Christ as our Savior. By my rejecting of Jesus Christ as my Savior, I elect to bear the penalty of sin myself. Sin is the most expensive thing in the universe. It caused Satan a loss of his exalted position before the throne of God and led to rebellion in heaven. It cost the human race a loss of paradise. It cost God the life blood of his only begotten and beloved son. It cost Jesus the agony and blood sweat of Gethsemane and the excruciating suffering of the cross and tasting of eternal death when he took the place of the sinner and realized what it meant to be forsaken by God. All righty then. Y'all got all that, right? Yep. Yep. All right. It takes no Bible or standard of morals to make a man realize that when he would do good, evil is present with him. We all recognize there is a conflict between our conscience and our conduct, between our better judgment and our natural disposition. Man may call this moral and harmony or what they will. The Bible calls it sin. Every careful and thoughtful observer will note that there is a difference between the animal creation and man. Animals do not have to contend against inherited tendencies to do evil. They are governed by instinct, which naturally leads them to the highest possible attainment. A man has an inveterate tendency to go astray, to sin, to entertain all kinds of misleading errors, and an endless struggle with him to do good. Why this difference? Something has happened to man that has not happened to the animal creation. Something has happened to change his nature. What was this thing, what that thing is, we would not have known the description not revealed to us the fall of man to eat. Now we know what's called the difference. It is sin. In comparing us to the animals, we have to go back to the beginning when God made creation. He made the animals, he made the earth, he made the water, and the difference that he did with us and the animals is he breathed his spirit into us. So we are not like the animals. We have a spirit. They have a soul because they have their own mannerisms, their own character, and they have a body, which is evident, but they don't have a spirit because God did not breathe a spirit into them. Sin is the world's blood poison. Bad blood manifests itself in the human body in two ways. Inwardly is diabetes, diabetes, and outwardly inflammation, boils, carbuncles, and ulcers. The former is invisible and may for a time be unsuspected. 
while the latter evident to the eye. We must distinguish between sin, S-I-N, and sins, S-I-N-S. Sin is that tendency or dispensation to sin that we inherit from Adam. Sins are the specific acts of sin that we commit as a result of the tendency to sin. So now he's breaking down the nature. In the other book, he he, he labeled the different things up as organs. Well, sin is it has its own nature. And he's breaking down because of the fall of Adam, sin entered into the world, S-I-N, entered into the world. And because of that, we have a tendency to sin and commit sins and do things. Hmm. So sin entered as a result, Adam, of disobeying God, and that leads us to sins, S-I-N-S. We must distinguish between sin and sins. Sin is that tendency or disposition to sin that we inherit from Adam. Sins are the specific act of sin that we commit as a result of our tendency to sin. The first, like diabetes, is eternal, internal. The second, like boils and carbuncles, are external. Jesus came to make an atonement for sin, S-I-N, not for sins. He came to remove the natural depravity, tendency to sin of the human heart. That is to impart a new nature in which there will be no tendency to sin, therefore no desire to commit specific acts of sin. But natural depravity is not meant that there is nothing good in human nature at all, that men are never kind, affectionate, generous, lovable, but that the tendency of the human heart is naturally toward evil. It is because people do not understand the nature of sin, they are offended when we speak of them as sinners. Sinners. There's only one guilty of some specific crime as murder, theft, or adultery. Whereas a sinner is one who has a sinful disposition. Now we talked about before that when we're born again, that our spirit man is regenerated and comes to life, and then the Holy Spirit enters in. And dwells inside of us. Okay? So now, that's what he's talking about. See, that Holy Spirit, and that's what we're talking about before, can Jesus sin? And then we're talking about that we, that we don't sin. Well, that Holy Spirit inside of us is not, a, is not sin. But we grieve it when we don't do what he wants us to do. We grieve the Holy Spirit by sinning and by not being led by, by him. We have five definitions of sin in the New Testament. Number one is lawlessness is sin. Whosoever committed sin transgresses also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law, 1 John 3 and 4. To break any law of God or man is to sin. Neglect to sin. To him that knoweth to do good and doeth not, to him it is sin, James 4, 17. All right, you know you need to do that. Ah, forget it. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. I don't want to do it. Sins of omission, sins of commission. Doubt of sin, now isn't this special? And he that doubteth is damned, if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Romans 14 and 23. That is, to do anything we doubt, the rightfulness is of sin. It says you cannot please God without faith. So if we're doubting, we're not walking in faith, we're not pleasing God. Now, isn't that special? What about when we do it? Let's be real. What about when we're not quite there believing or trusting that there's doubt there? What did the man say? God help me with my unbelief. Be real about it. Don't be trying Don't be trying to fake and uh, 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 Lord, help me with this. I don't clearly see or understand. I don't trust you. But, Lord, I'm asking you to help me with this. 
Unbelief is sin. And we, and when he, the Holy Spirit, has come, he will reprove the world of sin of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they believe not on me. John 16, 8 and 9. The crowning sin of all sins is to not believe in Jesus. Men and women are not lost because they are sinners, but because they will not accept Jesus as a Savior. That's what he came down here for, to redeem us, to save us. And when we reject him because they believe not in him and on him, that's sin. All unrighteousness is a sin. 1 John 5 and 17. This is a blanket mortgage that covers every kind of sin. Let us for a few moments turn the searchlight of God's word on our lives. The psalmist says, Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. Psalms 90 and 8. Here the psalmist speaks of two classes of sins, open and secret. The open sins are such as publicly committed as profanity, intemperance, lying, and theft. The secret sins are such as committed in secret. Would you like the Almighty to turn the x-ray of his omniscient eye on your heart and search every chamber of imagery to bring to light every impure, murderous thought, every feeling of envy, pride, jealousy, hatred, and revenge? The Apostle Paul said, the Apostle John says that whoever hated his brother is a murderer. 1 John 3 and 15. Do you wish that someone was dead that you might possess their property? Then you are a murderer. Jesus said to merely look at a woman to lust after her is adultery. Matthew 5, 27, 28. Open sins and secret sins. What's in our heart? What's our motivation? Why are we really doing what we're doing? Those are the secret sins. You might be doing some good deed, but you might be doing a good deed to set somebody up or because you have an impure thought. So what's your motivation? Those are the secret sins. What does the Bible say about the human heart? Listen. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Jeremiah 17 and 9. One day Jesus dissected the human heart for the benefit of his disciples. Read what he said. For from within, out of the human heart, proceeded evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness, Mark 7, 21 through 22. Here are 13 specifications that outline the character of the human heart. Can anyone read them and say, that does not describe my heart? You can, but then you'd be lying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I'd be lying. I, I want to say, I know they all ain't in that same situation like me. So, In fruit, there's a tendency to rot and decay unless preserved. It will soon perish. So it is with the root principle of sin in the human heart. Out of Christ, there is no difference between men. Take a man, honest, honorable, truthful, upright, benevolent. Take a woman, pure, chaste, amiable, gentle, meek, the embodiment of loveliness. Take some sweet girl, pure as a lily, the light of the household, a living joy. Take a little child, innocent, innocent, the heaven-sent pride of the fireside, and unspotted as a new fallen snow. And what is the difference between entities and the lost spirits, the sin-saturated souls, hating and hated, cursing and cursed, Blasphemy and damned the in hell. It is simply the difference between meal, meal into which the leaven has been placed, and meal which the leaven has done its work. <coughs> the time and development. The batch of meal that has been leavened cannot take the leaven out of itself, neither can it prevent the leaven from doing its work. The final state is only a question of time. If men and women go into the other world without having this leaven of sin eradicated by the blood of Jesus, the leaven of sin will continue to work on down through eternal ages. 
and they will grow worse and worse as eternity rolls on until they should become as bad as the demons in hell. The leper was truly just a leper the moment the first taint of leprosy entered his he was when he sat a loathsome creature outside the city walls and cried, unclean, unclean. Now, see, in the, in, in, the, in the world, in the counseling profession, Erica knows and Lisa knows, you know, they always talk about environment and genetics. Well, that's a good thing, and it's a correct thing. But, see, what is also being left out, which they don't understand or deal with it, is the spiritual aspects. So... We all even we all might have some genes or genetics that we might be to lead us in a certain way, and what that does when we let certain spirits in, that's the leaven that he's talking about. Then it doesn't work. But outside of the blood of Jesus that can cleanse us and heal us and direct us and take that leaven out, even those that have done the misdeeds and the bad fortunes, once they give their life to Christ, they too can be cleansed by His blood and turned around. So that. Is that what does sin do? It produces shame and leads to separation. It drove Adam and Eve out of the garden. Of the wicked, it is said he should be driven from light into darkness, chased out of the world. Job eighteen and eighteen. And Peter said to Jesus, "Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord." Luke five and eight. What are the wages of sin? Death. Sin does not ask us to sin for nothing. It pays wages and pays on installment plan and pays in full, and we cannot avoid taking it away. I like that. It pays on installment plan. Because, see, the Bible says the pleasures of sin. So, you know, when we're doing certain things, it's because it's pleasurable. It's because it's pleasurable. But when sin, it doesn't, you don't, it, it, it says it pays on installment plan, so it's leading us toward death. We might not see it. Understand it, but we're walking in that pathway until it just until, until we actually face with a life changing situation or circumstance, and then we go, "Oh my God!" and we cry out. But we've been walking that way a long way before then. And the wage is death, not physical death. For animals and the righteous die. If the wages of sin were in physical death, it would be a blessing rather than a curse. For many a sinner would be glad to die a physical death if that was all the punishment he had reason to expect. It's not spiritual death, for sinners are already spiritually dead, Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. It is eternal death. What is that? We're told in Revelations 20, 11 through 15, that after the wicked shall have been judged and found guilty, they should be sentenced to the second death. What is the second death? What is the first death? It is a separation of the soul and spirit from the body. At the resurrection of the wicked, the wicked get back their bodies, but when they are sentenced to the second death, they die again in the sense they lose their bodies again and their soul and spirit, and they are indestructible by fire. They go down to the lake of fire where they remain separated from God for all eternity, and that is what is meant by the eternal death. Sin is not a misfortune. It is a perverseness. The claim that we ought not to be held responsible for having been born with the nature tainted by sin is no excuse. Our sin is refusing to accept the provision God has made to get rid of that nature by accepting Christ as our Savior. By my rejection of Christ Jesus as my Savior, I elect to bear the sin of the I, I elect to bear the penalty of sin myself. Sin is the most expensive thing in the universe. It caused Satan the loss of his exalted position before the throne of God, and led to rebellion in heaven. It cost the human race the loss of paradise. It cost God the life blood of His only begotten and beloved Son. It cost Jesus the agony and blood sweat of Gethsemane, and the excruciating sufferings of the cross. 
and tasting of eternal death when he took the place of the sinner and realized what it was meant to be forsaken by God. Okay. Thomas. Hey, you know what, Sam? I, I had to. I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> um, so I looked up what sin was. You know, because when um, we did Sunday school, I asked my Sunday school teacher, I'm like, what is sin? You know, when we say sin, what is it? I mean, that's a foreign word. When you're talking to somebody, it's a foreign word. Okay, what is sin? Can you describe it? Can you detail it? What is it? And the thing is, I, I had to, as I looked it up as you were reading the thing, reading the um the, the chapter, and the biggest um, definition that, that stands out is miss the mark. That's, it, it means miss the mark. The Hebrew word for it is avon, and it, it means to miss the mark. And it's like, what is the mark? What is the standard? You know, so what was the sin? You know, because it's like when you when you say sin, when you read, even going from the beginning, when you say, okay, what was the sin? What was the mark that they missed? The mark is obedience. Mm. That's, I mean, the mark is obedience. The mark is trust. The mark is faith. When you, because every, the, the whole, uh, what's the word? The whole um, core of the word of God is obedience, faith. And when we miss those two marks, that's why we die. And it's like, wow. Just as you was reading that, there's always like, look up sin. What is it? What does it mean in Hebrew? What does it mean in Greek? Because that goes down to the Mr. Mark of the high calling. The high calling is believe on me. The high calling is to obey what I tell you to do. That's the high calling. So if we miss that, I, I even tell, I told us, and then, and like I always say, as a parent, we are actually, he gives the parenting as an example of what he does. And I told my son um, a year ago, I want to say it's been a year ago now, and I told him, I said, if you can't remember anything else that I tell you to do, then obey what I tell you to do that day and trust that I will not do it or say anything that will hurt you. And I said, it would be good. And that's all God is saying, because He says, "What does what the Scripture say?" He says, "Don't, don't look at the, well, basically, don't look at the past. Don't look towards the future, but consider today, because even the birds of the field, the flowers, they don't, have, they don't worry about nothing. And it's all about trust, have faith, and obey. That's His mark. That's real easy." You don't have to. You don't have to believe. You don't have to remember the laws. You don't have to remember the the festivals. If you just obey and believe, have faith. Those two marks. If we get those, if we don't miss those. We're good. Wow. This garbage. Too. 
And all this time we've been doing, we've been talking about it's unattainable and it's that simple. Wow. All right. Oh, that was it. Mm-hmm. Wow. No problem, dear. Wow. Be trying to hide, girl. Yes, sir. I'm going to pray for you, and you're going to pray for me. How about that? Okay. You want to go first, or you want me to go first? I can go first. Okay. All right. Didn't we have this conversation before? Haven't we come around this bend before? This bend is in a 90-degree angle. And it says when you turn around, you're not supposed to do a 360. It's supposed to be a 180. But you're letting every blow that comes at you keep spinning you and facing you in the same direction. Stop. Pause of where you are on the next blow and don't react. Just pause. Just pause because you are disoriented. You are out of your coordinates. You know how with um, um, Buck Bunny and Alma Fun. And they, he does this whole thing with Bugs Bunny. He always ends up right at the same door wondering why he stood at that door again. How did I get here? I went up the stairs and I'm back at the same door. I went down the stairs and I'm back at the same door. I went around the corner and up the same door. How did I do this? Stop. When The next time, just stop. And what's going to happen is God is going to show you how to go through the door because you're doing everything but going through the door. And it's at that door that you said it yesterday. And the thing is, you, you, we, we, yes, if you were saying, and I think we, we talked about it too, we have to start hearing ourselves because it's true. As we minister to others, we minister to ourselves. Because the thing is, not only are what we're saying to someone helping them, it's also helping us come out of whatever area we're in that God wants to lead us to or out of. So we are supposed to be helping each other. Everything is connected. Everything is connected. So, Mr. Sam, the next time you come to that door, stop. Wait for the Holy Spirit to tell you how that door is supposed to be opened. There is a there is a game that um, there's several different you know escape 
because that door has been designed by the hand of God so that everybody cannot go in it. It's just like having the decoder word for what sin is, missing the mark. The doorknob is not the way into the door. The ark of safety, the ark that God created for Noah that he had him build, it only had one door, and that door was set up so that Noah couldn't even close it. God had to close the door, and God had to open the door. So the door that you come to, you cannot open that door. And this is where your mark is. Will you obey and trust that God is going to show you exactly how that door is supposed to be opened? And it's not the doorknob. It might be something totally crazy and off off the cuff, but when he tells you that you have to kick your heels three times and knock on your head on the wall or whatever he tells you to do, do it and watch the door open. And everything that you've been looking for will flow forward faster than you can even imagine. Everything will just fall right into place. So, God, we thank you for Tim. We ask that you would continue to bless his hand, continue to keep him uplifted and encouraged. Even when the enemy comes at him like a flood to discourage him, keep his eyes above the waves and his eyes on Yehoshua the Mashiach, watching him as he walks on water. Keep his hand, O oh Lord, so that he cannot sink. Watch over his family and his seven degrees of separation. Let him be prosperous in all he puts his hand on. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. 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 Father God, I thank you for this vessel that you have named Felicia. I thank you for the Holy Spirit that's inside of her, Lord. Trust is what's coming up in my spirit. Just is, is you know, When I said trust, and then I was just thinking about what you said about prayer. And it's like a part of me is dying right now. And I recognize it, but that part of me needs to die to trust him and to press on. And I, I, I can I can actually sense the process that's going on within me. And to trust him and everybody's at different levels. And I know I'm supposed to be praying for you, but I it just it just rolls up inside of me again, you know, talking about trust. It gets hard. <laughs> That's why, and you know, as you start maturing in Christ, you begin to recognize those you thought was mature. You begin like, yeah, really, okay, you ain't got a clue. Because as you begin to walk in certain levels in God, there are requirements on your life. As you begin to rise to certain levels, there are requirements on you in regards to others, and then you got to trust Him in that. It gets heavy. That burden 
It, get, it, it can get wearisome. It can get it can get hard. And I know we're supposed to take our yoke and put it on him, on him. And the only way that you can walk is to trust in him. So Felicia, trust in him in spite of yourself. Trust in him regardless of what you see or what you understand. Trust in him when it's hard, when it's heavy. Like she was praying earlier about the tortoise and the hare. Trust in the path that he has set you upon. That there's a purpose to this path. And that's your purpose. And that's your path. There's a divine anointing upon your life. The Spirit of God has grabbed hold of you and is moving you, elevating you, healing you, increasing you, trusting what he's doing. Like he told me, you know my voice. You know his voice, Felicia. So when he's telling you to move, trust him. And you know what? Be real. Talk to him. God, I I, I, I hear you, but talk to him. Talk to him. You got to be real. He already know. Just like he asked Adam and Eve where your clothes at. Who told you you was naked? He was asking them, where are you? He was asking them for so they would come to the realization. When he's asking you things, he's asking us so we become to the realization. He already knows. He knows what's going on in your heart. So be real when you, Lord, I'm, 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 I, I want to, but... Would you help me with this? Would you show me? Would you take me? Would you talk to him? Be real. He'll meet you where you're at. What did that man say? Help my unbelief. And he healed his son. So cry out to him. Say, Daddy God, okay, I'm going to be obedient. I don't I don't really see this, but I'm going to be obedient. That's trust in itself. Just like you talked about your child. Would he tell you anything bad? Trust in the path that he's placed before you. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Point her eyes, her ears, her heart, her spirit, anoint every aspect of her body, Father. Soul. And her spirit, anoint her, Lord, with your life. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 That's Morgan's. All right, who else wants prayer? Sure. Wait a minute, Felicia, you still there? She's there. Hmm? You still there, Felicia? 
Okay. You ready, Renee? Yeah. Oh, Yes, Father. Increase in her. Yes, Lord. Help her to walk. In the fullness of what you have for her life, Lord, help the word of God to increase, restore, anoint, whatever needs to be done. Let the word of God go forth into those areas and cause the changes to occur so she can rise up and do the work you called her to do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Is Morgan Morgan home? What did you say, Phoebe? Is Morgan there? No, she's at school. She's at school. Okay. Okay, I'll try to remember to call her a little bit later. Oh, okay. This evening, yeah. I want prayer, too. I want prayer, too. I need, cause you know what? I need some prayer, cause these people getting on my nerves. I'm about to, I'm about, I'm about to do an Erica up in here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What's this? Hmm. A woman of God. Mighty. That's good. Deborah, Deborah, the prophetess, led the mighty man into battle. Jesus. Mm, you don't like that one. Why he got to pick you to lead the men into battle? <laughs> Why he got to pick you to be the warrior? Mm. Why he got to pick you to stand up and to go fight and to show and to speak on behalf of others when they, for whatever reason, are choosing not to go forth and to do that which God has called them to do? Why me? Why me? That's what you say, Lord, why me? <laughs> mm. <sighs> well, you know, see, like word says, you know, b- bottom line is this. God's got a covenant. He's got to get done. He's got work he got to do. So what happens when someone doesn't do, take their talent, he gives it to the one who had the most. He didn't give it to the one who had the five talents. He gave it to the one who had the ten. So why does he keep adding stuff on your plate? Because you keep using what you got. You keep walking and moving and, and and qualifying yourself by being obedient, by being a good steward, by being faithful, by being humble, by being meek. Mm-hmm. You keep qualifying yourself because you keep doing what he calls you to do, so he keeps giving you more. So now, where does it balance out? Where does the blessing, because right now it seems like it's more work then there is blessing. And I know on, on the on the real estate stuff, one thing they said, and I see it evident in some some areas of my life, not that yet, but he said what happens is initially you put in a tremendous amount of effort to get something going, to get something rolling. And then once it's going and it's rolling, then 
you're more expertise at it, so you don't have to put in as much effort, but you get out a better return. So right now you're putting out a tremendous amount of effort into the, to the things that God is calling you, and he's moving. And what's happening is making a way for you. It's making a way. It's, it's like it's clearing the land and saying this is the land for Erica to reign, to be a governor. Because, see, he's going to make you a ruler over many things. He's going to make you a ruler over many things, and he's clearing the way. And Yaakov, and he's blessing you. So, and, and, But like I said, and, and down the stretch, then you'll be more blessed, and you'll be able to give a better return with less effort. So just keep your hand to the steering wheel, to the staff. Keep your hand to the road, whatever it is. I can't think of the saying right now, but just keep pressing. Just keep pressing, keep pressing, and trust God. And watch for the return in your life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Stop shaking your head, Erica. She's going to go turn mm-hmm. dyed blue now. She's already dyed it blonde. Mm. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Because the thing is, um, who was that yesterday? Gloria. God has... <sighs> The one thing that God has shown me, are women supposed to be over churches? No. But what women are, are the heralders of the Messiah coming. Whenever you see a woman in the scriptures, she's the one that's holding back judgment. She's the one that's holding back, um, she's the one that's, that's presenting Christ to the people. So it's 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 our job. It is our job. It's a hard job because we come up against such opposition from ourselves within because we don't think that we should be in that place and from outside because men think that we don't know anything. And then it's also because we're just like, do I really want to go through that struggle? Do I really want to deal with it? And the answer is, it's really not. We can fight God, but if he's going to end in the, win, in the end, he's going to win in the end. So stop shaking your head, because I'm shaking my head too. I was <laughs> but the thing is, I know no matter how hard I fight, he's going to win. Just like with our kids, we might say we might go back and forth with them and say, "No, you can't have that. No, you can't have that." And then, and after a while, we finally have our heads going up and down, like, "Okay, well, that's just how it is with God." We're telling God, "No, God, I'm not going to do that." And He's like, "Yes, you are." We're like, "No, God, I'm not going to do that." But isn't it just better to go in with full energy than to be tired because we fought Him so long? Because mm-hmm. And he's gonna he has given you everything that you need. Nobody can nobody can they say it but you. Anybody come against you, you already he already has it within you to counter every attack verbally and spiritually that will come against you as you walk. You got the books? For the world, you got the Bible for the Spirit, and you got the Holy Spirit working for you. You ain't got nothing to worry about. 
because you have you have you have been groomed on this line through Sam because he comes at you harder than he does anybody else. Because the thing is, he because God knows the people that's going to come at you first are the intellect. And they are the ones that's going to try to come at you. And because of your intellect, they're going to have to shut up. Because they're going to be confounded. How can you be spiritual and intellectual at the same time? Mm. And you can break it down and have them scratching their head. And all they're going to do is they have to shut up because they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know what I'm talking about on both ends. Now what? And you can say it with mm-hmm. a smile. So that's all I'm going to say. I'm going back on you. Sorry. <laughs> Very sorry. Thanks a lot. Appreciate mm-hmm. you. I got nothing but love for you, honey. Glory to the line. <clears throat> Got something you want to say, dear? Yeah, sort of, kind of like. Oh. Hmm. Well, you know, I have so many things I want to say, but. Hmm. I will say I, I've definitely been. Um, It's been a blessing to be able to, even with me shaking my head, Felicia, and even with when I grunt, Sam, when you know when you all pray, um, it is definitely a blessing to be able to um, um, walk, you know, according to how God has instructed you too, and you are able to cross paths because I think what's commonly spoken about are the the things and the forces that come against us or challenge us, you know, in a derogatory manner when, you know, you're walking according to how God has instructed you and when you're walking, you know, um, according to the purpose he has, you know, um, given you. And this morning, um, she reminded me of you, Sam. Uh, I talked to a client last week who wants to participate in one of the programs that I manage, and um, she came in my office last week and she cried because she didn't even know that this program existed. And, um, you know, it just so happened for her, she had a um, car accident a couple of years ago that she was a paraplegic for like four years. Oh, wow. She has now have, she has, you know, her, um, she's her health and strength and the use of her limbs and the ability to walk in her hands and everything has been restored. Mm. And, um, she, you know, she is, you know, she's still living. She's a relatively young uh, lady, 
but she, you know, still has some needs, you know. She's she does she's chosen not to drive anymore because of her situation and she probably can but she prefers not to. And she has accepted pretty much how she is living her life. And so when she found out about the program that I've been managing for eight years, she found out about it last Wednesday, and she came to speak to me about it, and she was so grateful to even know that it exists because she spends, she exhausts so much of her own, you know, finances to make sure that she gets around and to find out that there's a program that can help her financially, you know, to do this. So she, you know, she when she was talking to me, she said, I just forgive me for crying. And she just, you know, and I allowed her to be, you know, wherever she was emotionally and spiritually. And so she came back today to actually participate and, you know, to sign up and register for the program because there is a, you know, a fee associated with it. And um, while we were doing this and she was just talking and she just happened to ask me about other things that I was doing and school came up and she found out about that. And so she asked me while um, she was leaving if she could pray for me. I was like, okay, sure, you know. And um, she had such a powerful prayer, I had to end up praying for her in return. Um and, you know, and I truly appreciated that. And it's just so much that she said in regard to, you know, God being, you know, covering me in my life. And, you know, her prayer was that God continue to cover and protect me because of the work that I am doing to help people, that people are going to come against me. But just know that where I'm walking and what I'm doing is what God has instructed me to do. Mm. And I just I said, well, Lord, I'm like, oh, I said, I don't know if she'd be listening to our prayer call or what. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and, you know, and then she spoke about some other things about people, even that I work with, and, she, you know, telling me not to be surprised when people, you know, uh, reveal who they are to me. I said, Lord, she must be back here in my office, too. <laughs> Uh, she she know way too much, you know, and I just, you know, and I thanked her for the prayer, and I prayed, you know, for her strength, you know, and everything as well. And I was like, Lord, well, I thank you because, you know, it, it just helps when it's one thing because you all know because of what I share with you, but then to have another person um, that, actually has a spiritual connection enough to understand and to, you know, see things in the spiritual context to, you know, understand what she's dealing with this, you know, a whole nother thing. So I was like, lady, I don't know if it was good you came in my office or not. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, you know, it was just a blessing all the way around. But it is just definitely a job because I take a deep breath every day. I'm like, Lord, are you sure? And I found myself um, this morning, um, and I did some blood work, and, you know, I had this strange phone number come on my phone, and, you know, my spirit just went crazy. 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh, Lord, I don't even know this number. So I called back, and it happened to be a lady about another program on my personal phone. And so, um, I, you know, I was speaking in the spirit, and I was like, Lord, I thank you. And then I said, oh, my spirit is a mess. I said, oh. I said, matter of fact, let me change that. I said, Lord, my spirit is not a mess. I'm rooted and grounded. I said, but carnally, I'm everywhere. <laughs> I said, Lord. Hey, well, okay. I said, well, yeah, because I know what you said, but, boy, I tell you, this old flesh suit, boy, got me jumping and moving. I'm like, Whoo. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm breathing or holding my breath or if I'm holding my breath when I should be breathing. <laughs> I said, shoot, it's just everywhere. So I thank you kindly for the prayer. Just continue to keep me lifted that I, um, you know, shared this other foolishness. And I'm like, Lord, because you definitely, I know you got the strength of me to deal with these folk here. I'm going to read this prayer that um. Send me on my phone. It says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith produces perseverance. James 1, 1 through 3. In the midst of your trials, God will reveal his character to you in ways you never knew. You will experience his mm. comforting presence that will remain even when everyone else has abandoned you. You will see God more clearly as he takes you through the dark times. This allows you to experience God for yourself in ways you had previously only heard about from Amen. 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 (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Did you read the text that I sent you? Uh, no, because it couldn't come on my phone. Oh, God. Hey, I'm sorry. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, didn't you say you upgraded your phone? I got another phone. I just use that for the real estate stuff. Okay, because, you know, for that flip phone, the firmware is supposed to be out in that. I guess I'm thinking about another year. Well, actually, no, this one here is a smartphone, but it's kind of broken. It's like on his last leg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Goodness, I was on his last ankle. <laughs> well, you know, hey, so, I mean, hey, it, see, that's why, I, that's why I love my flip phone, because, look, the second week I had this, it had a crack in it. So, you know, uh-uh. You tickled me. Yeah, yeah, it's a smartphone. It's kind of broken. <laughs> it's smart. <laughs> Wait a minute. So is it so smart? Is education your challenge? Well, whatever it is. Baby, that's user error. That's user error. <laughs> that's user mishandling. I almost you said know. I caught myself. <laughs> uh-huh, I'm glad you did. Uh-huh. You know, user error all the way around. It's the user oh, Lord, that broke Lord, the phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but I, I'm a. I, this is what I sent you. Um, 
I really thought I could count on you. I want, let me first let me preface this and say I woke up about two o'clock this morning for whatever reason. I picked up my phone and I had a text message and I looked at it. And it says, I read, I really thought I could count on you to support me. I now think differently. You didn't even apologize, but rather brag that you knew you were going to be away several weeks ago. Thanks a lot. Hmm? Do I need to read it again? Yeah, read one more time. Okay. I really thought I could count on you to support me. I now think differently. You didn't even apologize, but rather brag that you knew you were going to be away several weeks ago. Thanks a lot. Oh, okay. So somebody got their feelings hurt, evidently. Okay. My supervisor sent me this text message at 1130 last night. Hey, man, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I was waiting on you to ask me who. Somebody. I, you know, I was thinking, you know, like some male friend or something. I would have never. Really? Uh-uh. And that's why Arthur, because I sent it to you and Arthur, and that's why Arthur was praying for me this morning about my job. Wait, a minute, read it one more time. Not wait. I, now I got. I got to hear it again because I got it from a whole other perspective. <laughs> I really thought I could count on you to support me. I now think differently. You didn't even apologize, but rather brag that you knew you were going to be away several weeks ago. Thanks a lot. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So I woke up around 2 this morning, and, I, you know, I looked at my phone, said, who and I read the text. And I chuckled to myself, and then I turned right back over and went back to sleep immediately. I ain't mad at you. I ain't going to leave this. <laughs> but so when I woke up this morning, you know, I thought, you know, it comes back to me, you know, while I'm trying to prepare to go to come to work. And let me tell you, I have to be here at 7 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm thinking, was I dreaming? Why is this a faint memory? So I go back and look at my phone. I'm like, nah, that was some real. Yeah. <laughs> so I just put the phone down. And I proceed to get ready. And then as I get in this morning, because um, I said, you know, I'm going to have to talk to her about this. First, I want you all to understand, this is my personal phone, and she texts me from her personal phone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I processed that immediately. And so, you know, I said, well, I'm going to communicate with her when I get to the office this morning. So I get to the office, and one of the emails that I read, because I'm here like an hour and a half before anyone else even comes into the office, um, because I have my amended schedule because of my internship and all this other stuff. So I read the email, and she says that she sends it out to the, you know, office Why She's not going to be in the office today for training, and she has jury duty tomorrow. And if anybody needs to communicate with her, they can communicate with her at the number below. And the number below was her office cell phone, her work cell phone. So I go back and read my text message one more time. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, but she sent this on my personal. 
her from her personal phone to my personal phone. And so I'm starting to process, and I know why she sent it. We have a staff development meeting on Friday. I took the day off, not because it's the staff development meeting, but I took the day off because it's my college homecoming weekend, and I usually am off Thursday, Friday, plus the weekend. But because of my internship, I've altered my schedule that I'm only going to be off on Friday. So she's been gone for two weeks. She's been gone for two weeks. And let me just tell you what she texted me two weeks ago. Um, on my way to Toronto, we'll be returning from Toronto on the 23rd. We'll see you at the Elder Abuse on 24th. Leaving late that evening from Florida, back to work on the 28th. Behave yourself and stay out of trouble. I text her and said, yes, ma'am, is everything okay? Yes, your coworkers have tested me to the limit, especially during this RFP process. I need to get away from you guys. Yeah. I have also asked her boss to get me out of this office. Well, you know, I laughed about that. That was the very last text that she sent me. Mm-hmm. So she's mad at me because I'm not going to be here Friday. And she won't because she feels that I'm not supporting her. Now, let me know. You know all the chaos that has been going on in my office. Mm -hmm. Everybody now is against her. Mm. Mm. And she mad at me because I'm not going to. She thought she can count on me. And I'm the only person she's been able that's been been supporting her since she took on this interim director's position. So my question is: Is uh, is this going to be a face to face, or are you going to do this over the phone? Oh no, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna wait till I come in Monday. Oh okay. I'm not gonna talk to her on the phone. <laughs> and I'm not gonna send her a text message. Well, no, I have no intentions on the old Erica showing up, to be totally honest. Mm. But I will pray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I will, I will, I will take your advice and pray. Because I really wasn't going to pray. I was just going to go talk to her. And I had already <laughs> determined, yeah, I had really determined that I wasn't going to be, you know, mean, angry, yeah, well, you or know. anything like that. I wasn't going to be unprofessional. I wasn't going to be any of that. But I just wanted to communicate with her to just let her know that I felt that, you know, one, this was inappropriate. Period. And that I thought it was a very um, immature way to address her thoughts and feelings about anything. Because I saw her all day yesterday. Mm. So that, you know, and that's how I want to communicate with her. Simply because from the beginning of all of this, I actually communicated with her like three different times on behaviors and characteristics that she should possess while dealing with the dynamics of this office, not 
her skill set of what she should and shouldn't do. I just asked her in so many words, you know, just to be, you know, on guard and be aware of what, you know, is going on in her environment. Because as an interim, as she goes up, the attitudes and demeanors of people will change. And all those people that, you know, say they support you may not actually do so. So I just said, keep your eyes open. Those same people that she was in, you know. Cahoots. Yeah, in cahoots with are the same people she talked to me about two weeks ago when she sent me the last text message about my coworkers have tested her to the limit. Wow. His last text message says your co your coworkers have tested me to the limit, especially during this RP process. I need to get away from you guys. I have also asked my director to get me out of that office. Mm-hmm. But I'm the one that's not supporting her because I won't be at a staff development meeting that's going to have all of our departments together. Okay, is this one that's been giving you a hard time? <laughs> well, she's my supervisor. They, well, okay. Yeah, I guess you can sum it up to say yes, because it's either okay. yes or no. So she's been giving you such a hard time, but then she's looking for you to be her rock. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that's it. <sighs> Interesting, but, you know, anytime you get a rock in your shoe, it ain't going to be a good feeling. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, Lord. I mean, now she's gonna blame me because she's having a hard time. I mean, but the thing what it's really doing is showing, like you said, showing her immaturity level, and and, mm-hmm. and you gotta. Then that's that's what you gotta. I'm dealing with a child, so I gotta explain this to her, and I gotta speak at her level so she can receive what it is that I'm trying that she needs to receive, not what you want to give her. <laughs> but because I want to give a whole lot of stuff, but I was <laughs> determined a long time ago, Felicia, that I I can't be Erica with her because mm. she does not understand that. But. And and let me just go ahead and twist it a little bit. This is the same woman who initiated prayer in the office about five years ago or more. Mm -hmm. So she prays, she hosts prayer in her office every morning in our office. I've, you know, I participated for about two weeks. And then, you know, it was something about, I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. So I don't. You know, everyone else gathers every morning around 8, 15, 8.30 in her office, and they pray, except me. I'm good. I do my prayer call. I'm straight. I pray for myself. Appreciate the offer, invitation. I'm good. You, Judas, you? (laughs) Right. You in a cult. (laughs) But this is a... But this is the same woman that has prayer meetings, a community prayer thing at her home. Um, The same woman that um, sort of, you know, in her own way encourages me 
to continue to, you know, walk my path. But the same woman that wrote me up saying that I was away from my desk while I was away at a meeting. So, you know, it's, yeah, she's complex, and I'm like, Lord. Yeah, she's, uh, well, we, she's carnal, and she doesn't realize how carnal she is. That she think. well, let me say it like this. I'm sure that her spirit is leading her to do certain things and walk a certain way, but her spirit is not mature as she thinks it is. And probably because a lot of things that she needs to face and standing with on the word of God, she's trying to do it in and of herself. And so that's why she's got that, that, that. So she's not going to grow. Nobody's going to grow until you face things standing on the word of God. That's just the bottom. Well, it says that you're not going to grow spiritually. Let me say it like that. Oh, Jesus. Hmm. Let me pray for her real quickly. Nah, I'm going to pray for her. Her name is Ilma. Her name yeah, is Yeah, I, I, I know you're talking about but I'm going to pray for the whole mm-hmm. job. Okay. No problem. Oh, well, Lord is saying no, not 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 a, no. He's not saying to pray for the job. He's telling me something else. He's already. Ooh. Hmm. You know how you be in some churches and you're not getting fed and you got to go to another church or certain colleges you can only get so much and you got to go to another college to get a higher level of education? Mm-hmm. You, keep, you know, the, the members in the church can't go any higher than the pastor. Right. You know, they at where they at and they're going to stay there. And he uh, like they look here. It's like what's what's that joke about? You know, the man crying outside the church, and and somebody comes and and he said, you know, man, why are you crying? And he said, I'm crying because they won't let me in that church. And he looks up at Jesus, and Jesus said, Don't cry, they won't let me in there either. Mm. <laughs> they 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 at where they at. Mm-hmm. You know, we understand about the word. We understand about maturity. We understand about allowing God in. They at where they at. They ain't getting no high. Ain't gonna be no different from where where they at. And and God, again, Jesus could only work in certain times depending on levels of faith and maturity. Mm-hmm. He couldn't even do a work in his own hometown because they did not receive him. So that's why he's removing you from that situation. Did I say that? Mm. Because he needs for you to do and to further grow you up in your giftings and your calling, he needs to take you totally different. And I think you're already seeing that direction. So don't fight that. Receive it. Now let him work it out. Let him work it out. You you just continue to walk in his spirit and his anointing. And he's placing you because it can't go no higher, no different from what it is. Because, see, mm-hmm. if for you, right now, yes, it's an income source, but he's using your job and your situation more for training you for what he's getting, what he's taking you into. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, you can get an income stream from anywhere, but he's he's got another purpose. And so you can't get no more development than what you got. You've outgrown it. You've done what you needed to do. So he's now starting to take you and place you somewhere else, and that's what he's doing. So you just watch the sh- like we like we joke about get the popcorn, <laughs> watch the sh- They at where they're at. <sighs> And you have to stay prayerful too, because she's gonna try to throw you up under the bus. Cause that's probably what. <laughs> stay prayerful, cause she's gonna try to throw you under the bus. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it is, you reckon. Well, like I said, you recognize. You know what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I knew you was a snake when I let you in the house. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, bless her heart. Bless her heart. Mm -hmm. Such an interesting thing. Yeah, life is, ain't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Life is interesting. Oh. Yeah, she'll be reaching out to me after the fact. Yeah, I'm about to say this. I'd like you break up with somebody. Say, okay, they'll be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She is. Yeah, it's just a matter of not what but when. Okay, they'll be back. Yeah. Now that's what that's why I thought it was some dude when you said that. I was like, okay, which which boyfriend she done pissed? You know, them, she done pissed off. They right. had a mis- misconception. That's why when you said it, when you said your supervisor, like, huh? <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Oh. Sure. Mm. Who else wants prayer? Mm. I'm going to pray for a minute. Father God, I thank you for um, putting me in a better place than where I was when I first got on the call. I thank you, Father, for helping me to get over myself and to walk in you. Lord, you know what all is before me, and I'm going to say what's all before us. Just continue to help us walk in you, Lord. Continue to help us to see you in all, above all, and through all. When we have our Garden of Gethsemane moments, Lord, let us remember yours. (laughs) You were bearing the whole weight of the world on your shoulders. I got my household. 
Which one's greater? Lord, continue to strengthen me, forgive me, hold me, love me, grow me. But it never, Lord, if anything, help me to keep my eyes fixed and focused upon you, Lord. Yes. For you are my source. You are my rock, my salvation. In whom can I trust? Lord, help my unbelief. Help me where I'm lacking. Strengthen me where I'm weak. Heal me where I'm broken. Mm-mm-mm. Cleanse me where I'm dirty. I thank you for all that you have done and what you're doing, Lord, in my life, in the life of each and every member of this call, Lord. I just want to say thank you, Daddy God for being my daddy, my God, my friend, my confidant, for being my bully, because, yeah, you be pushing me into stuff, Lord. <laughs> but you be pushing me into stuff that I need to go into. It's for my good, but it's for your glory. Help me to walk in peace. Peace that surpasses all understanding, Father. Lord, I want to pray for Wayne because that man is reaching out. So there's some struggles going on in his life, but God. But God, I thank you for that man of God, Lord, who has stood by me in thick and thin, Lord. Father, give him the strength that is needed, the courage that is needed to grab hold of you and your word, Lord. The enemy is trying to break him, Father. But God, grab hold of his, Lord. Strengthen his countenance. Strengthen him. Hold on to him, Lord. Hold on to him, Father. And let him recognize that you got him. I thank you, Father. Love on him and comfort him. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, it must be close to something because the devil been throwing the kitchen sink. <laughs> you know, saying everything but the kitchen sink. He been picking that up and throwing it too. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, anybody else got anything? All right, Renee, you want to close us out in prayer? Okay. As we come to uplift you in glory and in truth, send us on our highways and byways to uplift you wherever we go. Guide our steps and help us to guide your words. All in the Son of Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, peeps. Do what you got to do. 
Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Okay, bye.